0: This entire episode we're going to be using our British accent. Oh, the
1: entire episode.
0: The entire episode. And the reason being is because we're annoying. And also because I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. I I don't think I can do the
1: whole episode.
0: Okay, I'm going to do the whole episode okay. and then, you know, because it does kind of hurt the little throat box, yeah. so I might go in and out, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been literally preparing for this my entire life, so truly. this is awesome. Anyways, Tinseltown yes, Tea, yes. episode 81, can you believe it? Um, Also, I want to do a little plug, we have merch now, we yes. have a website, oh my god, TinseltownTea.com.
1: look us up. Listen, we take pounds, mostly dollars though, yeah. we truly... Yes. But well, if you have euros, but it's okay. Yes, please. We don't oh, the discriminate. Overseas, currency, we need it all. We all. need it
0: all. all. And um, it supports um, us. It supports the network. So we yes. can continue to do what we do here, That's which right. is give you guys the tea. Of the tinsel of the town, so, anyways, yeah. Um, if you can see in the video, so we're back to video recording. Also, did I? Oh my god, I forgot to say that we're back in our studio, our beautiful period podcast studio today. Madness, and we are going to be giving you guys videos of our recordings again because you know how you guys enjoyed those before. So, yeah, we're excited, it's a lot going on.
1: We're happy, we're
0: excited, and we're doing the goddamn thing now. It's just mad, (laughs) it's It's mad, it's mad. Mm. Anyways, mm. so yeah, every single episode, we will be wearing our merch, or we will have our merch in there for you to take a look. So today's episode, we have our beautiful Eco Tote Bag, Central Town That's Co. It's eco-friendly, so give it a whirl. It fits all my shit in there, yes. and it's just, it's just a nice bag. So. Honestly,
1: you throw anything in there, going wherever you go, it's so convenient and Honestly, it's a great price. Go on the website, see how much it is, com. Yes. And truly, you will be inspired by all the things, guys.
0: All oh, the things. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm cutting out now. I'm going back to my American good. roots. <laughs> but, anyways, you enough of the plugs. Yes. Let's get back to the show. What is the show today? We're doing a review. That's right. We are doing a goddamn review, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we are so. Ex- I'm just so excited. There's just so much going on. And just, Truly, Town Tea is growing, guys, and I'm so excited. We have some really cool guests coming for you guys mm-hmm. within the next couple months, and That's right. shit is going to be amazing. Yep. We're starting off with our Would You Rather, of course. Judith is going to take that All away.
1: Right. Yes, I'm going to do that in my regular accent because I can't. I'm not. I'm not strong as I'm just not strong. But, um, so this would you rather is a little bit different this time. So I, we usually do like a, would you rather, as you know, the setup is like, would you rather do this or that? So I have two potential questions. I'm gonna need your help because my indecisive ass. So <laughs> would, so I love living single and I wanted to kind of do a would you rather based mm-hmm. off of them because okay truly amazing and i truly think it came in my head because um this week was the bet awards and they did a tribute to queen latifah because yes. duh she deserves her flowers She's, the okay and she played the legendary khadijah off of living single mm-hmm. so i have two potential questions you tell me which one we choose um which character would you want a spin off of living single to follow or Mm. which living single character would you say best embodies you so Mm. either we exploring some reboots or we can explore sort of our personal you know what? I'm going to explore both. Hey. Let, let's do both a little <laughs> piece. Let's do it.
0: So I would say that I personally am a mix between Regine, okay. played by the beautiful Kim Fields, hey. which you can see on Upshaws, yes. and so good. Erica Exalender, who plays um, Maxine. Yes. So I'm Maxine definitely Waters. a mix between Regine and Maxine, mm-hmm. but I would love to see a spin-off of, ooh, that is so hard. Yeah. Maybe just the spin-off of Just the Girls. Ooh. You know okay, the guys. Okay, the guys okay. are awesome. Okay. We love them. That's but true. just the girls the living single. How about that? Like yeah. I think that would be so mad. Yeah. That would be dope. I think that would be great. I would like literally tune in every <laughs> I'd be I know there.
1: That's right. I know that. <laughs> there, right. I mean cuz
0: they all they they all bring their own little piece. Yes. of spice of personality. Yes. to the show. Mm-hmm. So I can, I don't think I can just focus on one. They all fit together really good and it just makes a perfect apple pie. I don't know.
1: Have your cake and
0: eat it too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's that's an American. You did good, though. (laughs) You did really good. I'll be back. I'll be back later.
1: Just got my throat. is getting a little bit, it's like very hard to keep it going. Yes. Oh, my God. What about you? Yeah. I think I, so I think I'm a mix as well. I think I'm a mix of, ooh. I feel, honestly, I'm a mix of all four of them. But mm. in reality, I think I'm a Khadijah because she's, you know, she's very, like, career-driven, but she's still, like, balanced and, like, level-headed. Mm-hmm. And I I think I'm a, I want to say Maxine, but I'm a Sinclair. I'm silly, goofy <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. So career-oriented, but still silly and goofy and sometimes it's like, eh, nah, whatever. Like, yeah. she was life so sweet. is good. And sweet, yeah. She's very, she very, so very, sweet. very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. If I were going to do a spinoff, I oh it's so hard because the shout out to Yvette Lee Bowser who um, created the show <laughs> and also uh, she was a showrunner I believe for Dear uh, White People and she has mm. a new show out on BT Plus forgive me um, Run the World I think it's called okay but I'm gonna double check that for you guys but she's I mean, killing the game she's been it killing up. it for a long time period point blank um but I think I would do a spin off of Maxine because I would just love to see her have a law show but the comedy of it yes. all and like you know Maxine's Shaw attorney at law and kind of have her own firm and she then we go in there with all these black lawyers cutting up and getting mm-hmm. these cases and being on a shit so I would Max. I would choose I would choose Maxine although I would have loved to seen like Sinclair and Overton and their love story I continue know they were so away. cute and goofy. they were so adorable but yeah I would go with Maxine although Regine's character just seems like so much. Fun.
0: She 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 is yeah. That is who I am on some days. Yeah. I am a Regine. But she she grew up rich, right? Yeah. No, I did not grow up rich. Yeah. but I, I always thought I should have grown up rich. Honestly, so that is yeah. the world I saw for myself. True. But anyways, um, Run the World. I looked it up. Okay. It is on what is it on? Show Showtime. Oh, Showtime. okay. Forgive
1: me, y'all. Yeah, Showtime. But yeah,
0: no, it's on Stars. So stars. I always get them. One of those. Confused. One of the ones
1: we. It's on can't one of them afford. niggas. I don't. I can't afford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay. We trying to support, but my God. But I be seeing ads for that show all yes. down my my Instagram yes. timeline, and it has a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes I right now. I
1: believe that. I
0: think so. That kind of means that you guys should watch it. Yeah. Support th- at least Bowser's new show on yes. Stars if you have the coins.
1: Yes, I think. Oh uh, God brisha uh, webb's in it thank you i was just thinking brisha and, uh, she's amazing she's, she's such a great so actress. funny
0: and amber hilarious. stevens west um andrea bordeaux nice. corbin reed some some cool peeps in there so well done. i heard the show's amazing but like i said i'm too broke to be having stars and all the other shit it's <laughs> yes yeah. and with that plugging
1: more merch please buy more merch so yeah. we can um so we can yeah. afford
0: stars <laughs> okay okay so I we can watch more to report <laughs> okay X, no a girl. Okay. So moving on. Yes. I'm, I'm going to go back to British. Yeah. I think so. So moving on to I Know Better, Do Better, mm. which is where we give you tip, trick, lesson learned, whatever in the industry. That's right. So I um, came across this, and I really need this reminder because I'm starting to get back into my screenwriting. Yes, ma'am. And um, I need this reminder because mm. I was I was writing a book mm. halfway through it that, but obviously novel writing is different than screenwriting right, right. so in novel right
1: tour y'all just want to drop that for
0: me. <laughs> so it's very different because obviously with novel writing you're getting into the brain yeah. of of your characters yes you can yep. describe all of that and mm-hmm. it's okay you can be as descriptive as you want yeah and you can just really get up in there without yeah. them having to speak a thing you yeah. know yeah but obviously with screenwriting it's a visual medium yeah. right very so different. You know, we want to see what they're thinking, but you have to be able to do it without telling us the way that you would in a novel. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to show us. So Mm -hmm. that's where that saying Mm -hmm. that you guys probably hear, show, don't tell, comes from. Mm -hmm. It comes from the fact that when you're screenwriting, you're in the business of showing external action that reveals your character's inner feelings. So I needed that reminder because... You know, I'm the type of girl I want to write all these descriptions and Fair. I want to put she was thinking this and she was thinking that. But I'm like, No bitch, you got to show. Yeah. You got to show that she was thinking that. Because when someone is watching the movie, they're not gonna be able to to see that she's thinking that. Yeah. So you have to show yeah. that she's thinking that. They're not going to be able to see that she's feeling that. You have to show yeah. that she's feeling that yeah. he's feeling that, whoever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's just my little tip or trick. Just remember that you're when you're writing, yeah. for screenwriting, show, don't tell. That's where that comes from. It's a visual medium and you have to show What's going on through your external action, whether that's, you know, a little look
1: yeah. or, you
0: know, whether that's a tapping of, you know, the fingers on the table. Yeah. It's whatever you have to show us. Yeah. So that is my little no better, do better for the week.
1: That's super important and remember guys like she said I know I'm the opposite like I want to put every little detail that has nothing to do with the character (laughs) right like I'm over here writing props in decor (laughs) I'm watching too much HGTV I'm having all of it like and that's not necessary so Mm -hmm. what Corey is saying is like absolutely it's a visual medium but making sure like you are it reveals your character's inner feeling so it has Mm -hmm. to go back to the character and gives the actor some sort of direction of where to go now not too much direction so they they can you know do their job but you know we don't need the you know the color of the sconces in the back window Mm -hmm. like i do i'm telling myself so (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) yeah i'm telling myself so yeah no that's a perfect no better do better and i will be using that <laughs> when I'm sitting down to write. Okay.
0: Mm, facts. No printem. <laughs> okay. I love that damn phrase. What a fucking phrase. And so whoever came up with that great. bitch, come see me, ho.
1: You know what? So we can talk. I believe it was Omarion. It was it was me. I think so. Oh, that mm-hmm. that's song. That's
0: facts, no okay
1: Oh, supposed to be ay, 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 ay. okay so many gems were dropped in that video but yes. mostly from Janelle Aiko which mm-hmm. told y'all to eat the booty like groceries like what groceries, a metaphor okay. Trader Joe's so much okay, okay. we eating healthy if you don't so <laughs> with <Trader> that <laughs> um so yeah we're just gonna jump into our new segment As you know, within the segment, you know, I'm just gonna bring you back up to speed. I know we took a break, but basically, mm-hmm. we go through the news, uh, we highlight black and brown creatives doing it in the industry. We make sure we use uh, articles from Shadow and Act. We yep. might go into some other trade um, publications, but Shadow and Act does a great job of highlighting black and brown creators, whether they it's do. Um, uh, artists, uh, directors, writers, actors, all of that. It's a great one-stop shop. So check them out. Mm-hmm. We use them all the time to try and stay on top of it. So in the news, first, we have Ashanti Black. He will be uh, starring with Tiffany Haddish in the MGM sci-fi pick Landscape with Invisible Hands. So shout out to them. Okay. Um, if you don't remember, um, Asante was in... Uh, when They See Us. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. Amazing oh, job. Amazing. Um, also, This Is Us. Yes. Thank you. I was about to say This Is Us, but I, I was scared. I was like, wait. Maybe not.
0: <laughs> nope. He's but no, he was is there. This yep. good there.
1: Amen. So um, this article was written by Monique Jones of Shadow and Act, remember? And... Um, Landscape with Invisible Hands um, is based on a book by M.T. Anderson. And the Mm. film um, is a sci-fi comedy about the teenage artist who lives in the near future when aliens known as the Vouv have colonized Earth. And this is according to a Variety article. So the aliens' technology have caused the global job market to collapse. Well, leading our protagonist and his girlfriend to create a vlog to entertain the aliens and make some money. Well, okay, okay, come on, you got to get creative. They're not trying to eat us. Um, But as their relationship crumbles, meaning the relationship between um, the teenager and his girlfriend, they realize they can't break up without putting their families in financial Ruin. wow this is really complex by the way this just is, reading yeah. this the so layers, layers so yes layers and i love the sci-fi and i also appreciate that this definitely feels like it's gonna be a comedy mm-hmm. um and i think they've tapped you know tiffany haddish to do her thing uh, which she's killing it in the game right now um so yeah i'm excited to see this again i'm really yep. loving the landscape of black people in sci-fi and different genres yes. representing and you yeah, I want to see more of this. Um, of course, you know, Tiffany Haddish is killing it. She's currently stars as the host of CBS's Kids Say the Darndest Things. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, CBS's. And then TBS's Friday Night Vibes. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's dope. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Me Check too. it out. I don't see a date when it will drop, but I think right now they're in the, um, you know, development stages, adding people and then going forth with the production. Mm-hmm. So I will let them... Um, Reveal that timeline, but I'm looking forward to it when it comes out. Sounds dope. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So next in the news, ooh, baby, that rugger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. yes. yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> I love encouragement for Francis. So <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, this again, shadow and act, but hashtag hashtag Black AF, which was a a program that was on Netflix from mm. Kenya Barris actually won't have a second season, but standalone films um, eyed are instead. So instead of it going on with the series, they're thinking of doing films over it, which I think might be a good good okay. choice for it, but we'll see. Okay. Although, um, so yeah, so it won't come back in the same long format, um, but also recently, wanted to keep you guys a heads up. Kenya Barris had like a long feature in The Hollywood Reporter over the weekend. It was really mm-hmm. good, um, and it pretty much, if you have a chance... Talks about how he no longer has his Netflix deal, and I believe that deal was a two hundred million dollar deal. What the fuck happened there? So from what I was reading, and like I was like, okay. So from based off of that um, Hollywood Reporter article, and we'll we'll put it in the links in the bottom so you guys can read it and everything. But so as we know, he left ABC to go to Netflix mm-hmm. with this huge deal. And basically in the article, he was talking about how it was a great deal, but Netflix wasn't really uh, responding to sort of the stuff that he was creating and kind of like comparing it to other, like uh, when Black AF came out, Mm -hmm. he was quoted as saying like, oh, Netflix was like, well, it's not Fuller House. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not Fuller House.
0: Well, duh. Uh, Right.
1: Um, And it didn't do the numbers. But I also am like, that's not a fair comparison. I also don't like Fuller House, though. It's not not funny. Also, I mean, hot take. And mm-hmm. um also it's coming off of a reboot of another longstanding mm-hmm. class classic show. Classic two right. folks. Right. So there is it's a different type of audience that you're gaining than the audience you're gonna get with hashtag mm-hmm. black AF. Like, I don't know if all the Fuller House girls is gonna be like, you know what else I wanna watch? Hashtag Black, black AF. <laughs> like, no. That's yeah. No, um, so I think he was feeling like the um, relationship that he had with Netflix to kind of be the edgier place where he could do his stuff wasn't mm-hmm. really, didn't really pan out the way he thought it would. Interesting. So right? Netflix
0: is trying to be all conservative because they they over here trying to act like you can do whatever you want with them.
1: Yeah, with I mean, line. you can do whatever, but I think with Netflix, it's all about the the numbers. Mm-hmm. So if the numbers aren't as high as expected, and you know. I don't, allegedly, uh, they might not view it as successful as they once thought it would be, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe the view is like, okay, we put all this money up front. Are we receiving the download numbers back? Are we getting back on our investment? Whereas Kenya's like, I thought I was going to be able to at least do whatever the edgy stuff that I want to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There was a whole situation with ABC where they didn't allow him to do an episode, Uh, or they didn't air an episode where he talked about the NFL and what was going on with Colin Kaepernick Mm -hmm. and the racism and, you know, the kneeling, the whole thing. They asked, they kind of silenced him on that. So he was pissed off. It was just like, because I'm sorry, Blackish has talked about other raciers, other, yeah, dead on in in actually a brilliant way. I think they've done a great Mm -hmm. job with that. So now that he's moved on to Netflix, the, Kind of um, groundbreaking thing is that he's going with uh, Viacom CBS, which um, I believe, I have to double check in the article, y'all.
0: Viacom. Yeah,
1: but it owns BET. And they so did. not only is there a deal in place for him to create, but he's gonna be on the board and he owns equity in the company. Oh, okay, baby, well,
0: that's how you do it. Right. Get so I microphone. was like,
1: Oh, equity decisions! So he's, he's playing
0: the business game, the long Guys, business game. See, this is why you should—you want to be creative, you need to know how to make fucking money. Yeah, you know how to—you need to know how to be a business person, right? Because you're gonna get fucked over, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that. That's yeah, smooth. Yeah. You got to know both guys. Yeah.
1: And to my understanding also, there's uh, different artists are doing it. So Tyler Perry's doing mm-hmm. it with the whole uh, sort of distribution system of the production company and writing his own shit. But now Kenya Barris is kind of taking another route where if he has equity and can make those decisions... Mm you can not only create things, but have the distribution at your fingertips and have more of a say of not only what you create, but where it's distributed, who you're working with, who you can bring in. And so I, I. Personally love it, but hey, if you guys have your own opinions about it, check out the article. It's the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it was a huge feature um, over the weekend, I believe. So check it out. It was really, really good. Um, but coming back to this Black AF um, situation, so since it's not being renewed for a second season, oh wait, excuse me. So the article says that it is being renewed for a second season, but uh, wait. That's well, confusing. So even though it's not being renewed, forgive me, for a second season, they're thinking about doing films, right? And so they were okay. even talking about a spinoff of Black AF um, Brazil, um, Black AF um, Mexico in terms of design and properties or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I placing him with the idea. So I like that idea. Maybe in a... Um, I mean, I actually, I was not a fan of of the the series itself, but I'm a fan of it maybe in film form. And I am interested to see sort of the perspective from Black AF Brazil and Black AF Mexico, right? Because I haven't, I personally haven't seen a lot of stories about Afro-Latinx communities, particularly in Mexico. I haven't seen that. Um, Brazil I have because of the history that it has there. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be cool and an interesting um, viewpoint. Um, In the series, Barris played a fictional version of himself with uh, Rashida Jones as his wife, um, Iman Benson, uh, Janae Walton, uh, Scarlett Spencer, Josh Claiborne, uh, Ravi uh, Shabbat-Conyers, forgive me, and... uh, Richard uh, Grandhire Jr. So Richard those were Pratt. all the kids. So, yeah, uh, the first season, um, it had really big guest stars as Nia Long. It had Issa Rae, Mike Epps, Lena Waithe, Avery DuVernay, William Packard, like, all the girls. Even Tyler Perry was in there. Yeah, that Rachel was a
0: big
1: deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was... Um, i didn't like the series but i'm glad that he's continuing to create i personally loved uh, astronomy club which was a sketch comedy show that he created Mm -hmm. for netflix
0: oh i didn't know he did that yeah
1: so he i think he was the executive producer of that so Mm. there are a couple i think that that those two might be the only two properties there might be some more stuff that i'm just not aware he was behind um but yeah really take a look at that article because it shows sort of the reshaping of what creators are doing and distributing their work. But also if you liked um, black AF, it won't have a second season, but it might be coming back in film store, film form, movie form. So uh, look okay. out for that. Um Next. Well, y'all, Tyler Perry is expanding, mm. and would we expect anything less, honestly? Yeah. So, um, according to the headline, um, this was written by Brenda Alexander. Tyler Perry is expanding the studios with theaters, retail, and more. Lord, mm. now, let there not be a Medea um, Park now, because I'm going to the Medea uh. amusement park. I'm just saying, Tyler Perry, if you do that. I want 10% of the products. Is
0: he selling the Moo MooMoo's, though?
1: Ooh, I will buy. I, yeah, I want the MooMoo. I want I it. That <laughs> I plastic
0: That it. classic floral-ass purple fucking MooMoo. I Ooh, want.
1: I want okay. It. Sell it, please. Sell it and have a way to engrave your name or something like that. Right. It, you know? <laughs> Something. Come on. Come on. But yes, Tyler Perry Studios is getting bigger. According to Mm -hmm. Deadline, Tyler Perry and Bishop T.D. Jakes got the green light from Atlanta authorities to purchase over 130 acres for a proposed expansion of the Tyler Perry Studios. So according to uh, this article, it's currently already larger than Warner Brothers and Paramount Studios. Combined. Like, it like matter. So, wow. yeah, again, I want the Medea ride. I want the Medea moo moo. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if we're doing it, mm-hmm. go. Fourth. So um if you don't know who Bishop T D Jakes is, he owns a Oh god, how could you not? Uh, truly. But for those who don't, it's okay, safe space. Uh he owns a mega, mega mega why did I do the hard arc? Lord help me. Mega <laughs> not church. The hard arc, god. <laughs> so so uh, he owns a mega church. And um I believe it's in Texas, Fort uh Fourth Worth or Dallas area. And yeah, he's he, he's also a um filmmaker and has a whole bunch of businesses he is a mega house all on all on his own Mm. but yeah so they're buying uh 94 acres uh both purchases so wait so jake's is buying 94 acres but um i don't know how much uh tyler so tyler will be acquiring 37 acres so both of them got the land money and this is already in addition to the 330 acres he purchased in 2015 well Woo. we're buying all the land <laughs> like, i just just slide it was like acre. i want all the reparations never mind i got it never mind i'm getting it thank <laughs> you so yeah so um in this article um Tyler Perry is quoted as saying, Today's a good day. I'm grateful for the opportunity that gives Tyler Perry Studios to expand our footprint in Atlanta and create more opportunities for people of Southwest Atlanta with restaurants, entertainment venues, and other business opportunities. So they are seeing the big picture and they're going for it. Honestly, I. Shout out to this expansion. Tyler Perry's story is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of all the films now. I'm going to shame <laughs> the devil to tell the truth. But, you know, to see him go from damn near homeless, writing his own things, to mm-hmm. expanding, like, yep. the only, like, only black-owned Hollywood or, like, production studio. I'll say production studio because it's not in Hollywood. <laughs> it's in Atlanta. So... It's
0: black Hollywood. Yeah.
1: Amen. And so, like, that's... I mean, it's fucking amazing. Now, you know, hire some writers as well, Tyler, please. Um, But. Beg of you. Please. (laughs) Now that you have all this expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Get some uh, up and coming writers. But maybe he has and I just don't know it. Either way, congratulations. This is is really fucking amazing.
0: This is big big boss moves.
1: I mean, yeah. I think this will definitely bring, not even bring, but like. Atlanta's already like black Hollywood, but like to really sort of bring sort of the culmination of more production and more sort Mm -hmm. of business, I think is dope. So
0: you don't have to be in L.A. all the damn time,
1: you know? True. And we know he has a a beautiful home um, here on California because that's how he saved Mm -hmm. Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry, apparently, when they kicked them out. But anyway, side note, sorry about that. So yeah, (laughs) congratulations, Mr. Perry, and as well as um, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, that's super, super, super dope. So we're going to go to the next story. Um, don't worry. Stay with us guys two more after this. So in this, um, article, um, Sharon Stone was in, um, you know, in an interview and you know, she kind of checked. A reporter that was trying to make a sort of comparison that she felt like mm, a bit unfair. So the headline reads Sharon Stone says Viola Davis mm-hmm. is every bit the actress Mel Streep is. And Twitter was here for it. And I'm here for it, yeah. Also duh. <laughs> like also duh. But um Who
0: said she wasn't?
1: That part. So this she said these comments in an interview with everything Zoomer. I'm not familiar with the publication, but okay. And um, in the interview, a journalist, her name is Joanna uh, Schendler, excuse me, Joanna Schendler, And she, you know, she asked Stone, like, who was promoting her memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, about what it was like to work with Meryl Str- Street. And so this is the way the reporter... I mean, well, no, this isn't the phrasing of what the reporter said, but Stone called it out. So this is what Stone said. She said, I like the way you phrased that, that I finally got to work with Meryl Streep, Stone said. You didn't say Meryl finally got to work with Sharon Stone.
0: Yeah, I don't like that either. What do you mean, bitch? You interviewing me, Tom You finally got to work, mm. bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Okay. Hell no. I wish I
1: would. You know, and she continued to say, or we finally got to work together, right? There's several ways you could have said it. Because that's the way her life went, she got built up to be, everyone wants to work with Meryl. I wonder if she likes that even, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, the way she was presenting it kind of, you know, kind of um, took,
0: Shady boots. Yeah, it
1: was just like, mm, I don't know. So she went on to say, the way you structured the question is very much the answer to the question, she commented, despite the journalist kind of like trying to interject. The business was set up that we should all envy and admire Meryl because only Merrill got to be the good one, and everyone should compete against Meryl. I think Meryl is an amazing, wonderful woman and woman and actress. But in my opinion, quite frankly, there are other actresses equally as talented as Meryl Streep. The whole Meryl Streep iconography is a part of this Hollywood. What Hollywood does to women, basically. Viola Davis is every bit the actress Meryl Streep is. Emma Thompson, Judy Davis, Olivia Coleman, Kate Winslet. For fuck's sake! But Ooh, not fuck's you, sake. She did. <laughs> um. But you say Meryl, and everybody falls to the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, basically, she goes on to continue. But then she also made another point because Black Twitter was here for it because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like mm, she not wrong. Um, so basically, they responded because like a lot of people refer to Viola Davis as the Black Meryl Streep, right? Who
0: mm-hmm. the. <laughs> Why can't she just be Viola Davis?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. That's so but Davis herself commented to the comparison, and I think it was in the 2018 uh, panel, and the audience, it was at a woman in the world salon. And so this is what she said. People say you're a black Meryl Streep. We love you. There's no one like you, she explained. And then she was like, okay. Then if there's no one like me, you think I'm that, You pay me what I'm worth. And as an artist, I want to build the most complicated human being. But what I get is the third girl from the left. So this was Viola Davis saying, Mm. commenting on those comparisons. Mm. And so I don't even think, I mean, even Mm. this can be taken out of context, but I don't think Sharon Stone was even throwing shade at Meryl Streep more so. It didn't seem like she was. Thank God. She was just checking. Mm Mm-hmm. Checking the reporter and also, like, the institution of Hollywood, how, like, Mm -hmm. if one girl is the it girl or woman or whatever, everyone's sort of pinned against, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's this narrative. But it's like, since there's a whole spectrum of women who have been killing the game. Not to take away anything from Meryl Streep, but it's this comparison that Hollywood loves to do, particularly Mm -hmm. with women, um... Yeah, I don't see anyone like, you know, there's already a George Clooney. Oh, my God. A Matt Damon now? Put Sit him down. You know, nobody does yeah. that. <laughs> like, nobody yeah, does that.
0: They don't. You yeah, but welcome it's... welcome them with open
1: arms. You know? So, yeah, I think that was a fair point that Sharon Stone did. And, yeah, Black Twitter's here for it because they're like, uh, thank you for recognizing the Queen Viola Davis. Yes. Um, and there's, you know, so many more uh, queens um, that be um, overlooked, I would say. And it's mm-hmm. a part of... Unfortunately, the systematic, like, sort of, I mean, systematic oppression, yes, Um, but also just Hollywood being racist and, and just stupid. Just motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. That's what I call it. It's just a, a result of motherfuckers. Truly. You know?
1: Stupid ones. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh my god. Okay, so next, we reviewed this um a couple of weeks back. Um The Upshaw's renewed for season 2 on Netflix with more episodes. Yes, Congratulations. Oh my gosh.
0: The more episodes is crucial, guys. It is
1: so good. It's a I need to go back and rewatch the whole thing, but it was funny. When we reviewed, I was mm-hmm. laughing out loud and it's yeah. hard to find like a multi-cam sitcom, Mm -hmm. like from back in the day, like that from that feel of the 90s and whether it's the Martin living single you know was Mm -hmm. recorded with a live studio audience on a set. They killed it. And it was funny. Like the jokes Mm -hmm. were actually funny. The characters Mm -hmm. were great. Like, yeah, this is... Well, well-deserved. And if you didn't know, the series is from uh, Regina Hicks, who also was a part of Insecure and has a whole bunch of, like, executive producer, uh, I think, credits under her belt. But she was writing and also, I think, producing there. And Wanda Sykes, who, of course, legend. Yeah. The Legendary comedian. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, now you know. So, um, yeah, check it out. The Upshaws is out now. But congrats on the renewed. Um, Very exciting. It's Yeah. They're, they're really, 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 really good. Mm-hmm. All right, and now we're going to the last last article for this segment. Um, so the harder they fall.
0: Yes, it's an
1: exclusive. It's a film directed by uh, James uh, Sam Samuel. I know words, maybe yeah. on <laughs> redefining the Wild West and Netflix starred, star-studded film. When I saw this, this has been circulating. Mm-hmm. Um, the harder they fall, like the. Motherfucking cast, yeah, like my god. So we have uh Regina King, the queen, the the queen Queen Regina. Regina We have Delroy Linda, okay. And if you don't know, look him up, he's
0: Delroy,
1: okay. He's been in all the things Lakeith Stanfield. I mean, just to name a few, also you know, Jonathan Majors. Oh my god, Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, you know. Zazzy okay. Beach, you know, little people like that. What? So, okay. mm-hmm. I mean, truly amazing. So, again, this is a film. It is a Western, The Harder They Fall. Mm-hmm. And, the, and pretty much, like, this is having bigger-than-life characters. They're trying to pull, like, from the old-school Westerns, right? And here's the irony, at least pointing out in this article. The irony is that the old Western has always been home to the bigger bigger than life black heroes such as real lone the real Lone Ranger, Bass Mm -hmm. and Bass Reeves. And during the video call for Shadow and Act, which they had um talked to Samuel, the director, he said he wanted to explore the world of the Western through the lens of blackness. A lens not often used to showcase um American West history. So I think that's really dope, first and foremost. Second of all, I know the only other um well, I don't think the urban cow was the urban cowboys that we the one with um Concrete cowboys is that, that wasn't what it was? a western okay it no it's kinda, not a western i mean it
0: was kind of like but not really but it's not because it it's was in not. um
1: philly and yeah. it, it didn't have the sort of genre of the mm-hmm. western movies this but is a
0: true old ass, ass is, western yes. with black folks yeah so
1: i think this i don't i don't know but like this definitely one of few and mm-hmm. also i love the fact um the other one was with Quentin Tarantino, and that lens was, sla- you know, it was through a, a slave's yeah. lens, you know what I mean, yeah. of uh, uh, Django. So I'm grateful that this will be a Western-Western mm-hmm. from the um, black lens, and all this cast is crazy, and if you get a chance that the trailer is out, watch Dope. it. <laughs> and of Dope. course, Regina King looks amazing, mm-hmm. like everything she does she looks amazing we know Everybody it's gonna be amazing good. it's crazy
0: everyone looks good like Truly. it looks like a real western mm. everyone's looking good in their cowboy hats and boots <laughs> and spurs boots <laughs> with the spurs hey the whole club was looking at, no the whole saloon was looking at her bitch okay but yeah everyone looked amazing
1: yeah it looks super, super dope. Jonathan Majors, that's all I got to say. I love <laughs> this, like, dusty top hat that Zazzy Beats is mm-hmm. giving. Of course, Jonathan Ma- I mean, come on. Ugh, sir. God. I'm sir! I'm going to manifest you into my life somehow, sir. I don't know how, Mm-mm-mm. but we're going to meet. We're going to be friends, and maybe even more than friends, whatever you want. Ooh. But I'm all about consent, so just so we're clear. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> so yeah check that out um i'm excited for it again this is the harder they fall um it will be a film on netflix and it is a black western and honestly the cast y'all should just i mean tune yeah. in for the cast just honestly. support
0: friends that's it
1: yeah it's amazing super super dope yep and with that that is the um end of our new segment mm-hmm. and uh yeah let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back right back
0: Hey, y'all. We back. Yes, we are back and we are going to the main segment, which yes. we are reviewing a movie today. A Netflix yes. original movie called Fatherhood starring Kevin Hart, uh, the amazing and beautiful and cute Melly Heard, yes. the iconic Alfre Woodard. I mean, come the fuck on. So Lil Rel Howery, so Dewanda Wise, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Kerrigan, Paul Reiser. Debra Ayorende, mm. Frankie Faison, all the peeps yes. were in here. So, um, if you guys don't know, it is a movie mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. about a widowed new dad who copes with doubt, doubts. He <laughs> copes with doubts, niggas, fears, <laughs> heartache, and dirty diapers as he sets out to raise his daughter on his own. Mm. So, this is inspired by a true um, story. Mm-hmm. It's based on the 2011 memoir. Two IP guys. Two mm-hmm. Kisses for Maddie, a memoir of Lost in Love by Matthew Logelin. I guess, how do they say it in the movie? I guess they just said Loglin. Mm-hmm, Loglin. Loglin. So it's based off of this memoir. I don't know how close in terms mm. of, like, accuracy um, the story followed, the mm-hmm. real story, but either way, I enjoyed. Yep. So it was released on June 18th, mm-hmm. so around Father's Day on Netflix, And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into that. So just a little tidbit here. It was actually announced in May 2015, and Channing Tatum was supposed to star Mm -hmm. and produce the film. That's dope. um, With TriStar Pictures Distributing. Mm -hmm. But then in January 2019, it was reported that Kevin Hart would headline replacing Tatum for whatever reason. um, And Paul Weitz directed it. Uh, from a screenplay that he wrote alongside Dana Stevens. So that is the backstory behind it. Um, so, mm. yeah, it's interesting because the memoir, so the real Matthew Logan is a white man, mm-hmm. but they switched it over to Kevin Hart. Mm. So I'm surprised there was no uh, outrage about that. Because mm. you know how yeah. the girls get. Yeah, um, But, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to get into it, just overview mm-hmm. of our overall, you know, uh, thoughts of the film right. I liked it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's not i mean it's based on someone's real story so i can't just be like all ah, right ah, ah, yeah. you know talking all this <laughs> shit about yeah. the story because like i said i don't know how how closely it follows the right. real memoir or right. it's real life mm-hmm. i really don't know cuz i didn't read the book but um So I don't even feel right talking about story just Mm -hmm. because, I mean, obviously they dramatize and they had to make it into a movie, Yeah. but um, I liked it. I thought it was a sweet movie. I mean, it's not anything like super groundbreaking or iconic. It's not Mm -hmm. something that I'm going to be like 10 years from now. I want to rewatch fatherhood. Right. I mean to be honest, I won't. But um <laughs> it was cute. Yeah. It was yeah. cute yeah. and um it was very heartwarming, which is what it was supposed to be. Right. And I think everyone did their job. It right. was funny. It was a good mix. So it had a good mix of comedic and dramatic elements. Right. So all of that was good. And uh, Kevin Hart did a good job. I always enjoy seeing Kevin Hart in something not being goofy. I mean, I know that's his thing. He's a comedian, nigga. But
1: But it is
0: nice to see him in something dramatic. Mm -hmm. Although in his big dramatic scene when his, in the beginning, Mm -hmm. when his wife, died yeah so when they found his wife died i didn't see nan tear roll down his face <laughs> the nigga was crying okay yeah. but i ain't see nan tear okay not nan okay I was like
1: get the onion whatever we need yeah. like so. i need i need more
0: <laughs> right maybe i wasn't looking hard enough but i ain't mm. see you know when niggas be crying but you don't see no tears yeah crocodile tears nigga. but um <laughs> yeah so maybe he needs to work on his crown a little okay, bit because okay. you know because when Alfrey woodard came up which, oh. pl- which um she played his wife's mother oh my god that's when i was like ah!
1: they didn't even say nothing she, she didn't even say nothing. she said what's
0: wrong <laughs> she came in there and you just heard her screaming and that wow. Well, Alfrey woodard is a goat so honestly she is the goat so
1: Period.
0: yeah i enjoyed it i thought it did it gave what it was supposed to give yeah um and like i said it it feels weird talking about, you know, talking about the story because I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah I don't yeah, want to yeah. know. Is this, this, this what happened in the real life? Then this is what yeah. happened in the real
1: life, Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But in terms of them creating, you know, a whole storyline and making it dram- dramatic and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I think they did a good job with yeah. kind of like the flow of everything, the scenes. And I enjoyed Lil Row Howery. He, yeah. was, he <laughs> was funny. He gave what he was supposed to give. And yeah, um, yeah the comedic uh, kind of dialogue between these two Comedians like Kevin Hart and Lil Rail. It was mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good watch. Yeah, very heartfelt. What yeah. do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was a good watch for sure. I think they good did a good job of melding the heartfelt with the comedy. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like cause usually when we get Kevin Hart in comedy, it's like these big physical, you yeah. know, gags and jokes and yeah. you know, really honestly stupid shit. Um Goofy stupid premises, hell. right? Mm-hmm. Um and I'm sure he has more in his, you know, wheelhouse. And mm-hmm. I'm I was actually very I agree with you. I'm so happy to see him in sort of a heartfelt role mm-hmm. and a role that requires a little bit more uh drama. Yes. I appreciated that because I think it toned, and because the story was calling for a realistic depiction of a Mm -hmm. father losing a wife right mm-hmm. and then gaining a daughter you know and now expected to raise his daughter but on his own yep. you know that's a huge you know undertaking and it's a huge undertaking to be a parent whether you got both of them mm-hmm. now you know to kind of go through the grieving process and still have to be there for the child I think he did a I think he did a good job of, of portraying that I also appreciated that at least for Father's Day they came with they released a, a sort of a I, I mean, it's not like I have, like, a Rolodex of Father's Day movies. <laughs> I don't know if anyone does. But uh, it's good to – I appreciate uh, showing being a father from a single parent point of view mm-hmm. um, and, you know, understanding, you know, the parenting from that side. And I also yes. love that, like, while he was the main star, a lot of the side – like, his village was trying to help him, right? Yeah. Some people the had village, y'all. Child, and, you know – Of course, people have different views, right? And Mm -hmm. also, like, look back against the narrative of, like, well, dads don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? Which I feel like most parents don't know what they're doing until they jump into it. I wouldn't know what the hell I'm doing. Truly. But, you know, to kind of be... And for him to just be like, no, this is my child. I will be raising my Mm -hmm. child. I don't... Yeah, man what y'all think man, yeah you know and so that was that was great right i i love that depiction and not mm-hmm. sort of this my dad had left me you know sort of narrative that's yeah. always out there but like no this is my daughter this is a tragedy but i'm gonna do the best that i can to raise exactly. her and the different types of people in his village that were willing to help him. Whether it was mm-hmm. his boss giving him usually bad advice, but also terrible, <laughs> terrible awful advice. advice. Um, whether it be his co workers who also had no idea what they were doing. Jesus but Lord. at least in the game, like we sing into the baby, let's sing, Maddie, yeah. Maddie, 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 go to bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, I don't know, you no, know. Like, Please stop. Please stop. Beg of you, you know. Or whether it was the in laws who were like, "Move with us, be with us, mm-hmm. so we can help you." And you know, him trying to prove to them like he has this, he's capable, he can do it. Mm-hmm. Which you know, spoiler alert, he finally came around. They finally came around, you know. Yeah. Um, and the dynamic of. You know, I think it was great between her, the young lady, uh, Maddie, who was played by Melody Herd, um, with Kevin Hart. I actually think they had a really good chemistry um, yeah, as father and daughter and how she kind of, you know, pushed back against him. Like, I love the scene. Now we're getting deep into it. So, like, I love Go the ahead. scene where you know, she visits her grandparents and mm-hmm. she loves that. There's so much of her mom around her pa- yes. her grandparents around. She loves more community. And mm-hmm. she was just like, it can't just be you and me Dad. <laughs>
0: like, yeah.
1: what are you talking about? <laughs> like yeah. we need more, we need more community and, and so cute. to help us. You know what I mean? Which was interesting. Cause his point of view, he was just like, I have to prove I can do it by myself. And mm-hmm. she was like, don't do it by yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, please. <laughs> so you don't have to <laughs> like, why? No, so I thought it was like great to have those point of views and mm-hmm. how he had to sort of navigate that and even dating and navigating all of that. Yep. So I thought overall it was heartfelt. I think they did a smart job of melding the comedy and the heartfelt and I think Kevin Hart did. He did a pretty good job. hmm. I yeah, agree.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we can get right into acting then. So we already yeah. talked about Kevin Hart. Yes, yes. Um, like I said, work on the, the tears, my <laughs> nigga. Work on the motherfucking tears. I need to see at least one little one little droplet. You know, a single too. What's my inspiration? Give me a give me little something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Give me a little something. Something in here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think he did a good job mm-hmm. at not being his goofy-ass self. Yeah. Um, like you said, making it realistic. Mm-hmm. There was comedy, but it was more smart comedy. It yeah. was more, like, witty mm-hmm. um, through dialogue Yep. Kind of that ping pong back and forth type of dialogue. It yeah. wasn't through, you know, slipping over a fucking banana peel, you know, or doing the dumb shit that he sometimes does. Yeah. So he did a good job of just being normal. Yes. yes. <laughs> and having the comedy be through wittiness. Yes. And realistic type, you know, kind of comedy and banter yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So he did a good job there. Melody heard. Let's mm. talk about this beautiful black baby. So good. Oh my God. So yeah. this. Little girl did her damn thing. She, she was, she was effervescent. Yes. She was. It was effortless for her. Yes. I'm like, is this girl acting, or right. is she just doing the damn thing? Like I <laughs> was floored. And yeah. like you said, the chemistry was good. So yeah. shout out to whoever did the casting. Yes. For this, they everyone was casted beautifully. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Melody, her look out for that little mama. She yes. is going to be blowing up in these streets. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she did a phenomenal job. Yep. I'm just gonna go down the list because I mm-hmm. have I have notes for all these niggas. But Alfrey Woodard, I mean Truly. Well,
1: yeah. What? Although like, I did not like her character at first.
0: Same. It, I was like, yes. girl, all like right. just let my, my man. God please. Just let my man's live. But she is Ugh. good at playing those type of characters. Yeah. So she She could play a bougie mama. Mm-hmm. She could play that. If it's one mm. thing my man's gonna or my man's <laughs> my girl gonna <laughs> do, is, do yes. is play a bougie ass. Mama, <laughs> and um, she just she just does a great job Absolutely. at doing that. Mm-hmm. Frankie Faison, who played Mike, which was her <laughs> husband. Yes, love him. What yep. a beautiful chocolate man. I know. <laughs> I need to Zaddy. stop. Okay. <laughs> like... So, I mean, I say that because um, he was in White Chicks and that was, that was the scene where they were talking to him undercover as the white girls and like, what a beautiful chocolate man. So every time I see him, I think of that, even though he's way more talented than White Chicks. Truly. So let me get, let me get out of that. Um, but he was, he was understated. Great. Yeah. You know, he was just a black older man. dad. <laughs> he 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 played that. And he did it well. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Roy Howie, like I mentioned before, <laughs> so funny. He brought the Goofy. So Truly. he took the Goofy away from Kevin so that Kevin could be like, let me get in my dramatic bag. Yeah. So he took the Goofy away yeah. from Kevin. But he was also not, like, super Goofy. He yeah, was like, I appreciate it, was just, it. It was just more of a personality character trait yes. than him just, like, trying to be Goofy for the sake of being Goofy. So he did a good job. Mm-hmm. I loved their banter. Yes. You could tell that they were two comedians trying to, you know, trying to do the damn thing and trying to be funny. So it was good. DeWanda wise.
1: mm. Perfect.
0: First of all, beautiful.
1: Always beautiful.
0: Like what the (laughs) fuck girl? Can you stop? Save some for the rest of us. Yes. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm just looking at her fucking face the whole time. But, um, she, she was good. She was great. She brought a real, just like a very effortless, uh, she just brought a very effortless thing to her yeah. acting in this in this movie mm-hmm. so she just has this thing where it's like she's just kind of chilling yes. and she's just very real and authentic with her acting and that's mm-hmm. what I really enjoyed about her in this movie it was just very real authentic and it just seems like she was just being her yes but you know, it was in a good way. It's so like it seems like she was being her, but you can like, but you're also like, damn, what a performance! Yeah, like, yeah. You're just natural. You're just, it yeah, was natural. very natural. That's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Very natural, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. uh, from her performance in this. Yeah, and I really liked. Um, I really liked the chemistry between her and Melody, who yes. played Little Maddie. Yes. I thought they had really good chemistry. I agree. Yeah, and I was like. Sometimes I'm like, I didn't even think they were acting. It felt like they were improving and acting yeah. at, at some moments. Yeah. So that means that you're doing a damn good job. Yes. Um, and then Oscar, I think Oscar was the his uh, co worker, the bald co worker yes. who was talking all the damn time. He played his role. He was annoying, um, but in I a very this. cute and endearing way. I love like this it. Like he was very cute so and endearing. Much. Yes. And then Paul Reiser, who was the boss who always gave bad advice. Yes. He played his role. Yeah. Deborah. Oyo Rinde, who mm. played um, Kevin Hart's mom yeah. in the movie, so mm. sweet,
1: or um, Maddie's mom.
0: Oh, she played Maddie's mom.
1: Oh wait, I could be wrong, right? No, is that the one who passed?
0: Oh yes, yeah, she played Maddie's mom. Mm-hmm. She Kevin Hart's wife. So Kevin same Hart's Kevin. wife.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She did a great. She was only in the movie for mm-hmm. what, maybe five minutes? Yeah, I thought she did a great job. Yeah, she, she did. I thought she was good. She was beautiful She's, as well. So okay. I was looking at her face, to be honest. I just looking <laughs> at was people's gorgeous. faces. Right. Um. I need to see who the woman is that played um mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's mom in the movie. Oh yeah, that's, because she was so sweet, very natural as well. Was. The only thing I didn't like about her character was she was just
1: letting um um she was letting the uh, uh, yeah uh, Alfred Witters yeah character, talk to him crazy.
0: Talk to him crazy. I, I would been, no. never Mm-mm. allow another woman to talk to my son like that. In front of me. Yeah. Girl, you got me fucked up.
1: So and I'm, he just is going through a tragedy? Yeah. Back up.
0: Like Back no, she was up. she was letting um his mother-in-law be real out of pocket with him right in front of her so i don't know i don't know what that was Mm -hmm. um they should have maybe switched that a little bit because no black mother whatever Mm -mm. um but i mean i guess they were friends they had they were like good friends because they grew up the kids or kevin hart and his wife wife grew up together so maybe that was why but still no you're wild. not gonna be talking to my son like that. When well, my son is he's trying his damnedest best, okay?
1: Wait. Shit. <laughs> like, no. Fuck. No. So
0: that kind of yeah. annoyed me. So maybe they could have like rewrote that. But yeah, I, agree. I don't know. Maybe that's how it happened in real life. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, what did you think about the acting?
1: Yeah, I thought the acting was really good. I actually liked um Oscar, which was Anthony Kerrigan, the kind of the bald oh, character. The bald but I really liked him because I think he portrayed um the he portrayed not only the friend, right, Mm -hmm. but also the person that doesn't understand when someone's going grieving, right? He has no emotional intelligence. No emotional (laughs) (laughs) intelligence. And it made for a really smart, funny scene, particularly when um, Kevin Hart character, who's Matthew, who losing his wife at the, you know, at the... um, home-going ceremony and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And his friend is just saying all the wrong things you say to somebody when they lost their their yes. loved one. He was like, yeah, you know, I loved a ham- I lost a hamster once or some shit like that. Sir. He was just like, my wife is not that. I, I lost a whole wife. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, that's crazy. That reminds me of my wife. It's like, all right, we're going to leave. Why that. would you say that? <laughs> I tell you, I was... Dying. And I think the only reason why I relate it because like especially like you know, Corey's really if you've lost someone, mm-hmm. you're gonna have one person in your life yeah. try and comfort you in all the wrong ways. All the wrong ways. And it's so unhelpful, but hilarious. Yeah. It's like get like, the fuck away from me. Out. Why would you say that? But come
0: back later. Okay.
1: <laughs> I need you, come back later. But shut the fuck up and get out of here what so i love i love that he was that character Mm -hmm. also i love the scene where they were setting um kevin hart's character up with with um uh dewanda wise's character uh lizzie that shit was so funny because he awkwardly comes to them like hello are you guys getting along i'm not here to set you up this is natural and then they zoom to his wife in the background like i'm gonna kill you basically (laughs) i'm going when you get home you're going to be on the couch yeah. because you didn't do what I told you to do. You one job, man. You have one assignment, one job, you know? And so it was just so funny. And it was great how uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart and um, Wanda DeWise's characters, Matt and Lizzie, I'm going to try and make sure I get the characters straight for y'all. y'all. But um, how they kind of were like, they kind of went along with it anyway. We're still yeah. open to it. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, uh, newsflash, we're clearly being set up. But okay, let's try this. <laughs> Um, uh going back to De- Wanda Wise's character, I think this is more in the writing, but also in her acting. I mm-hmm. loved, like you said, the chemistry between her and Maddie, and that they didn't write them to be hateful of each other. Like, yeah. there's this narrative, particularly with stepmoms, whether it's a divorce or if mm-hmm. the mother has passed, is like the kid automatically hates you. Yeah. You are the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. Die, go to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that it wasn't, she was yearning for a woman's affection she was yearning for more community she like at first she was very hesitant you know what I mean Mm -hmm. she played her very nicely but she still was like oh I like her in fact there was a scene where she checked her dad like what do you mean you you broke Broke up up. what the fuck is wrong with you get her get Lizzie (laughs) like what are we talking I like Lizzie. You didn't, yo. She had the little girl was like, so you broke up with her without talking to me first about it. He was like, I didn't know I had to run this. We didn't make an executive decision here. (laughs) I was like, that is funny. And something a very, if you have a smart kid, would Mm -hmm. say to you. and have the audacity to have ownership of your love life they right. will. um so i thought that was fun and i appreciated that depiction it's not just this evil yes. stepmother or whatever i also love the tension that um kevin hart had in trying to date again you know mm-hmm. what i mean and after the loss of his you know wife and like trying to balance being a father and also getting to know this woman he really cares about. So I think they, yes. de- they portrayed that very well and in a different way than I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I also love that she wasn't like this. Ugh. Yeah. I'm just repeating myself now. But I love the way they, they did her character. Um, and yeah, this, I mean, Melody Heard. I mean, Maddie. Great. I agreed great. with everything you said. She mm-hmm. is well on her way. She's a rock star. She Supernatural Killed it She knew the assignment And she killed it Like A++ plus. So Yes yes um, Yeah I think the acting Was really good The side characters were fun Lil Rel Howery Came in with the goofy stuff Trying to hit on his mama uh, yeah. <laughs> I
0: was like, like Boy get your ass on It's not
1: my fault Your mama's a guilt I was
0: like Get out of here
1: <laughs> Get out of here Like please So Stupid Mm-mm. So yeah I thought overall With the characters Everyone did their job And um, I thought it was fun And, and everything So yeah
0: Yes, I agree with all (laughs) that. So we can jump right into dialogue because I have a piggyback off of something you said. Yes. So the dialogue in the scene where Kevin Hart's character, Matt, was breaking up with DeWanda Wise's Mm -hmm. character, Lizzie, Mm -hmm. I thought it was great Mm -hmm. um, because it was kind of really showing how he was using kind of Maddie as a crutch. Yes. And um, he was actually scared to keep things going because Maddie liked her. Yeah. Obviously, (laughs) he was actually scared to keep things going, but he was blaming it on Maddie saying she's not ready mm-hmm. and Lizzie was like is she not ready or are you not ready and mm-hmm. I was like okay line like <laughs> great dialogue in that mm-hmm. scene and then just the dialogue overall I thought was I thought it was good yeah. I mean it was nothing felt like weird nothing felt out of place mm-hmm. nothing felt too dramatic yeah. or didn't feel natural um, so, yeah, the dialogue was good, but I really remember the dialogue in that scene because yeah. I thought it was very curt, concise, straight to the point, and it yeah. really showed a deeper layer mm-hmm. of um, some of the fears that, you know, our protagonist had. Mm-hmm. So, probably the real, real life Matt had. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they wrote that scene really, really good. What do you think about dialogue?
1: Yeah, I think the dialogue was really, really good. And going, kind of touching back to what you were saying about Channing Tatum being um, casted first, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Hart came in, I think... I don't know why that happened. It's all good. I'm not, you know, all of it. I'm I'm okay with with it. But um, I think one thing about casting um, Kevin Hart, because of the comedic aspect, Mm -hmm. he was able to lean in, particularly in some dialogue, to make it pop with the funny parts. Uh, One of those scenes was when he was trying to look for the uh, parenting group, Mm -hmm. and he just walked in. And it's one of the things in the trailer, so if you guys check it out. But he was like, I need help raising this baby. And they were like, Mm -hmm. well, this is, this is a group for mothers. He was like, no, no, no. It says parents. I belong here as well. I need the help. Discrimination. Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to get some help. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was just describing what was coming out of her butt. Because, you know, when babies poop, it's mm-hmm. insane. And, oh, like, God, no. and he was not getting any sleep. He was like, help me. So I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was very cute and hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something if you have a comedic actor who's known for it, they can, they can punch up those yes. those moments and really bring the dialogue in. And I'm sh- I felt like in those moments, like the many takes, I'm sure he had room to like do mm. a little improv to kind of like boost it up. I feel up. like he did. Um, which I think is smart with some, someone like that to kind of allow them the takes. So I think that's a good, good call on the director to like, okay, give them the room to do it um, in a different mm-hmm. way. So to bring out, you know, the scene. Um yeah, I love the dialogue. Um everyone well, I think the good dialogue comes from really good characters, so you know how to like put the words in their mouth. Um yeah, so that was one scene and then one another scene that yeah, stood out was (sighs) which scene with the dialogue? Well, I think the one with him, what I mentioned before, Maddie getting mad at him mm-hmm. like hello like no don't break up with your girlfriend also i like family like what do we yeah like, we need we need more community you know what i mean so i thought that was a excellent way and i think they gave her words that matched her age i was just gonna like, say that she wasn't yeah. using like big ass the thoris words like you got a genius on your hands like mm-hmm. really like she's the word fine. hypothesis what why <laughs> like that's crazy um yeah, so I thought I thought that was good. Um I'm trying to think of the other. It was, I found it weird and I guess this points to dialogue but maybe more story. Mm. But the nuns who were like super strict about her not wearing pants. I don't know if that yeah, still is a thing that, that happens?
0: That whole thing that was weird. It yeah. was
1: really 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 weird. I'm um, guessing that was
0: a part of the real life story. Yeah. That's why they like fought so hard to put it in there, but yeah. it didn't really That was one thing in the story, just didn't hit the way it was supposed to. Yeah. It's like emphasize, 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 but there was like building up to what? Yeah. There was no payoff. Yeah. But I'm guessing that was because it was real. Yeah. So they had to like put it in there.
1: Yeah. I think think you're right. Because I think another angle that they could have done, like, since they have now black protagonists. Mm-hmm. They could have did something about her hair, quite frankly. Yeah. Like that is still very much going on where mm-hmm. natural hair in schools where it's like, "Oh, this is uncouth whether they're wearing, you know, cuz we're rocking, you know, you know, you rock these beautiful. Y'all know, dresses. I know. You see. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ty. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's, there's, it's still going on and it's mm-hmm. still very relevant, particularly when it comes to little black girls and policing their hair and what is acceptable, particularly in those yes. very strict environments about what is acceptable and distracting and, you know, ugly or whatever, mm-hmm. as, a, as opposed to, I guess, the pants situation. Not to say yes. that maybe it doesn't happen. I haven't been to uh, Catholic school in a long time, mm-hmm. but... Um, Never been. Yeah, I think there could have been a way or a different aspect to look into that and have a, a conflict in the school—that's if that's what they mm-hmm. wanted. That could have really um, been more impactful than that, because that seemed yeah. a bit confusing to me.
0: Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to stay, maybe they—that happened in real life, and mm-hmm. they wanted to stay true to the subject matter. Right. But um, just for story purposes, maybe they could have like switched it a little bit, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah. So, yeah, because there was no payoff to all the setup, 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 build up, build up, mm-hmm. build up to for for that situation yeah like um yeah yeah so but um yeah so we talked about over overall mm-hmm. we could talk about writing and story but mm-hmm. like i said I, this is based off of a memoir yeah. so i'm like yeah they're probably staying true to the memoir i don't know how true but mm-hmm. we talked about characters dialogue let's talk about tone a little bit oh so, yeah i think the tone was it was kept throughout yeah. i mean it was supposed to be a heartfelt yeah Family, comedy, mm-hmm. comedic drama movie. And yeah. it, it nailed that. Like yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about the both elements of comedy and drama were there, melded together perfectly. Right. So all of that goes into great tone. Yes. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. I appreciate that. You know, this was something like you can watch and be relaxed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to come in and like have huge gas. Like, oh, did you know? Like yeah. it wasn't anything like that. It was very much... Heartfelt. Um, Mm -hmm. They did have, of course, a climax. They had all the points in the story to make sure you stay um, interested. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we weren't going to get these, like, you know, what we're used to Kevin Hart with these big sort of, yeah. you know, big acting style comedic mm-hmm. jokes or whatever. It was all like this is set and grounded in real life, right? Yes. And going back based to the real story, it still felt very grounded. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like all over the place. So I think they did a good job with tone. And, of course, they did that through the dialogue. They did that through the story and, and the way the characters interacted with each other. So, yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think it was, it's a, it's a nice watch yeah, and it's a good story to talk about, you know, cause we talk about, you know, mothers all the time mm-hmm. and We should. Yeah. Okay. Truly. Because we carry the goddamn child and we push the goddamn child out our goddamn vagina. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) you're gonna talk about
1: us. Yes. But
0: it is nice because to talk about, you know, fathers as well because Mm -hmm. I love my father. My father was amazing. Yeah. And you need fathers. Unfortunately we don't all some people don't know their father, don't grow up with their father, some people lose their father. So unfortunately some people don't have father figures. Mm -hmm. But it is it is needed to have a father. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of flipping that on its head and showing a dad doing it by himself, mm-hmm. which was good, you mm-hmm. know? And it's kind of flipping that whole, like you were talking about before, like men don't know how to raise children. Mm-hmm. And they they mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck to do. He ain't know what the fuck to do, yeah. but he was trying right. and he wasn't incompetent, okay. So which, mm-hmm. which is what they try to portray yeah. fathers as a right. lot. Right. And fathers don't be incompetent <clears throat> as they be trying to act like that. Right. They can be, don't get me wrong now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some of
0: y'all daddies be, mm, mm-hmm. but... You know, not all daddies like that. And most fathers, you know, they try the damn best. So they have the gene to raise children, too. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, this story was brought to life. Because the memoir came out. In 2011, so they're 10 years making this memoir. So I'm glad they decided that the story needed to be told. And they they went through with it, pushed it through, and even when Channing Tatum, whatever happened with that, Mm -hmm. they still decided to make it, you know, and make it with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, But one thing that, and I don't think – I thought that this was a theme that they were trying to come out with, but mm-hmm. now that I know it's based on a real memoir, mm-hmm. was, um, you know, women dying in childbirth, pretty mm. much. Cause she pretty much died in, ch- died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's this issue coming up about black women being oh, three yeah, times yeah, yeah, more yeah. susceptible to dying in childbirth than yeah. white women. Yeah. So I thought that that was a theme that they were trying mm-hmm. to, like, kind of bring to the surface when they had, you know, mm-hmm. um, the mother die and pretty much die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. But that's what actually happened in real life. Okay. And in real mm-hmm. life, they were white. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I am taking this time to bring that that yeah. social issue up. Yeah. Um, if you guys have heard of that social oh, issue, yeah. definitely look it up, research it. Yeah. But I'm going to I have a little article here that I just wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. So American women die in childbirth at a higher rate than any other developed country, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Truly. Um, because we're supposed to have the uh, best uh, medical stuff, Right. right? Uh, whatever. But um, non-Hispanic black women are more than three times more likely to have a maternal death than white women in the United States. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah. And so it's due factors. to, like, you know, racial disparities, yep. mental mortality, more, more, more morbidity mm-hmm. and infant health. Yep. And it also has to do with a lot of the stuff, you know, just black women go through in general, yep. like uh, trauma, womb trauma, yep. stuff like that. So <clears throat> it's a really interesting yeah. issue that yeah. a lot of people, I mean, I've seen people talking about it, but we probably could talk about it a little more. Truly. And also, doctors don't be listening to black women. That part. Doctors don't be listening to black women. That part. <laughs> like, it's just what it is. Yeah. If you got a black doctor, that's why some black people trying to go to black doctors. Yeah. And there's not enough black yeah. doctors. But, you know, yeah. if you have a doctor that's not black, sometimes mm-hmm. they don't be listening to your ass. Yeah. So that's another thing that I think contributes to you know black women dying more in childbirth. So I thought this movie was kind of trying to bring that to light, Mm -hmm. but that's actually what happened in real life. So it wasn't the case, but still thought it would be worth it to bring it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I actually think that could have been an area, like, again, they switched cast, so why Mm -hmm. not? Like, why not lean into it and talk about that? Um, They probably wanted to make it a little bit more heartfelt. That's probably Mm -hmm. why they didn't do it. But I, I agree with you. That's definitely... Something that should be highlighted a lot more, because yeah. like you said, there's still, a, there's still a notion, particularly in the medical community, where it's like they're, one they're not listening to black women, and then mm-hmm. two, not believing black women when yep. they say certain things are happening with their body, and if, they, if you don't have the resources to advocate for yourself, if you don't have the resources to go to a new hospital, if you don't have that a lot mm-hmm. of a lot unfortunately, it happens a lot, but you know. Yeah fuck that it's, yeah, time, it's fuck time to that. change that immediately exactly. and yeah to keep that in mind um as many people women however you enter into motherhood keep that in mind you know to protect yourself uh, have the resources you can available to you at all times and hopefully have a great physician that will listen to you mm-hmm. understand your body and have the community and support that you need so perfect Max, no
0: printer mm-hmm. and piggybacking off of that another mm-hmm. thing that i just remembered mm. another thing that they do and uh is thinking that black women can take more pain that part of a normal yes. person yes and are stronger yes. than a normal person yes. like that has been you know it's been out that that's what some doctors think which is fucking stupid like yeah. bitch what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, all that, what you just said was mm-hmm. correct. Make sure that you have your resources. You know, if you are, and now we're getting into other stuff, but if you are, you know, pregnant, having a baby, you're yes. a black woman, make sure that you are covered and protected by the blood of Jesus. Come on. And also, you know, have doctors who give a fuck about yeah. you. Yeah and that's yeah. just fax no printer yeah. or you can just have you know natural birth a lot of you know yeah. I've been seeing that a lot
1: yeah but look look into the fine print um yeah. cuz I, I again i have never given birth i don't mm-hmm. know if i will ever get to or want to but look into how uh, also how much it costs cuz our healthcare mm-hmm. system is booked so (laughs) know what you what you fit into you know call up that health insurance if you have it i pray to god we all have it but you know Mm -hmm. we live in the ghetto now so Mm -hmm. you know make sure you know how much what what you're paying for and what that insurance is paying for what they not paying for because i've seen stories where it's like yeah i gave birth came home happy and the um the uh insurance was like hey girl uh we're not paying for this and it's like well i could have been at home if you weren't doing all that facts if you were doing all that. Nice. So, yeah, double check, and it's expensive, but yeah, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, we're lifting up all the mothers, all the mothers entering motherhood. If you, you know, do it naturally, yes. if you adopt, if you, whatever you do, you raising, you know, nephews, grandbabies, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, we lift you up.
0: <laughs> we lift you up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah. basically the gist of that little blurb was yeah. to say listen to Black Woman, okay? Period. That oh and that's on period. Okay. That is on period. Okay. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to the topic. Watch Fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, it was good. As well, mm-hmm. watch Fatherhood on Netflix. <laughs> um, let us know what you think. Yes, we want to know. We want to know what you guys think about the movie as well. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it very. It, it gave what it was supposed to give. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of our main segment. Yes, we'll yes. take a little break and then be back with our niggas you know segment.
1: Hey. Hello. Hello. We are back with our last segment, y'all. Niggas, you should know. And um, the person I'm highlighting, because she's underage, I don't want to, you know, classify her uh, with the N-word, but she's so adorable. Um, if so you don't cute. know who I'm talking about, it is Melody Hurd, and she played Maddie in Fatherhood. Um, mm. But, you know, she's in her short life here. She is, Guys, she's only nine years old already oh my God, I
0: thought
1: she was younger than that oh uh, yeah nine years old and the resume is uh, well longer than mine, honey i don't i don't got no credits honey so um miss um melody over here if you didn't know her from fatherhood um she was also in the amazon move or excuse me series them um and it is the Ooh. horror yeah mm-hmm. um talk about range already for you. <laughs> like she's already bringing range wow. and nine years old. And she was also in a film called battle at big rock. She is on her way. Um, also it's the perfect skin for me. Like truly. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> like, wow. So, um, Too much. yeah. So just reviewing them came out, um, April 9th on 2021. And then of course, June 18th dropped fatherhood. So she's back to back. Um, hits on all you motherfuckers, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's been praised for her work, um, and she was selected um, in 2019. Director Patrick Louis selected her for Janice's role in the movie Trick, but she didn't get much fame at that time. So she's been working for a while. Um, <laughs> only truly.
0: 9 She's been working for a She'd been. Okay. I mean truly.
1: Um, you know, she comes from a family so her older sister Lyric Herd, is working as an actress model. Um and is uh better known in the industry for work in Forbidden and All In. Um super young. Um I don't know how she's managing all the things. Yeah. Um, she looks
0: Yeah, she looks just like this girl. Truly, I thought they were the same person, but it's two truly, different
1: people um so yeah she's from maryland and her family lives in the washington metropolitan area what's up to the dmv um and yeah now she i mean i'm sure she's close to la because you know they are calling her out for 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 um the gigs and and the and the movies mm-hmm. and the series honey so i cannot wait to see as she has her gr- her career continues to grow beyond that what she's been in and i, I don't think i've seen her in was in fatherhood amazing like mm-hmm. completely like killed it so i wouldn't i mean shout out to parents who have kids with talents i'm not gonna know what to do if my you know my kids are my i'm like i don't know what you're gonna do Uh, here's a camera be on tiktok i don't know what you're gonna do child but um shout out to uh the parents supporting this um young Mm -hmm. thespian out here killing the game and yeah she is definitely someone you should watch out for i mean 2021 was already her year and she's nine so And we were coming out of pandemic and she still was collecting checks. Mm-hmm. That's not like everyone. She got the
0: panini checks.
1: Okay. All right. Alongside Kevin Hart. Okay. Talking to Wanda Wise like they keeking. So mm-hmm. truly on her way. She's a star. Super excited to see what comes next for her. So yeah, remember her name, Melody Heard.
0: Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Y'all better remember. Remember. Y'all better remember <laughs> better. and stop playing. Okay. Okay. So, my nigga that you should know is the amazing and beautiful DeWanda Wise. Amazing. Y'all probably know her because she was obviously in this movie, Fatherhood. Mm-hmm. But she also starred in Spike Lee's um, series, She's Gotta Have It, which mm-hmm. was an updating of his 1986 film. So, that's mm-hmm. where I first saw her. Yep. But she's been acting for... A minute, okay. Her resume is stacked too. So she graduated from New York University's School of the Arts with her Bachelor of Fine Arts in Drama and Urban Studies. Okay, and she actually befriended Gina Rodriguez back then, which I don't really like Gina Rodriguez Mm -hmm. anymore. She'd be running her mouth. Um, Agreed. (laughs) God. So, but she's been she's been working, okay. Mm -hmm. So she made her film debut appearing in the 2007 drama film *Spinning Into*. Butter, mm-hmm. which starred Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. and she had secondary roles in the film Steam and Precious. Don't remember seeing her in Precious. I don't.
1: But Dang, I'm sure she lit. was in it. It's probably because I didn't like recognize her. Yeah. Yet. I didn't
0: recognize a lot of people there. But um, that's dope. Um, mm-hmm. And then she had a leading role in the independent romantic comedy film, How to Tell Your Douchebag, which we ran at Sundance. <laughs> and the next year, she started having a recurring role in Underground, which oh, was yeah. critically acclaimed. That was a good don't show. don't know why it got canceled, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and starred opposite Sinai Lathan in the Fox miniseries Shots Fired. Mm. So I remember that being. Yeah. I
1: think that It was, was a good. cop show.
0: It was, no, I think it was about um, like police brutality.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yep, so
0: it was about mm-hmm. police brutality and um, shit like that. Okay. A, a, a unarmed shooting. Okay, okay, And okay. investigating into the fact that cops like to shoot niggas mm. um, who are unarmed. Shocking. Shocking, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, in 2007, she was in, that's when she started being in She's Gotta Have, but that got canceled after two seasons. Mm-hmm. But you can still watch her on that. And that's mm-hmm. where I first saw her, like I said. Yeah. She was cast in Captain Marvel. Ooh, okay. come on, get
1: this Marvel. But okay. she left
0: um, the project oh. due to scheduling
1: conflicts with She's Gotta Have Ooh. It. But that's so okay.
0: That's okay. Yes. It's, it, that means it's just coming around the right, later. Yes um so she um appeared in the film the weekend which is directed by stella mcgee i remember Mm. that movie came out Mm -hmm. and had daniel from insecure up in there too um and then she was with uh, and Brittany Snow in the uh, romantic comedy film Someone Great for Netflix. Yeah. although that
1: was funny, it like was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it Keith like, Stanfield
0: was in there too, mm-hmm. looking all fine with his little dreads or whatever he had mm-hmm. little dreads in there. Um and then now she's in fatherhood and well. will be co-starring in the sequel Jurassic World Dominion, which hey. is coming out next year. So nice. She about to get that Jurassic World check. Come oh, on, it's over.
1: Major it's over. Studio. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's over for our girl Dewanda Wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all probably know who she is because I know y'all niggas watch She's Gotta Have It and watch mm-hmm. the other stuff that she was in. But make sure that you continue to look out for my girl. Yes. Because she is taking off, y'all. As she deserves. As she deserves. Truly. As she deserves. And with that, We're at the end of the episode, our first episode in the new studio. Yes, y'all, so so exciting. This is a very iconic episode because, like I said, we're coming back to video for you, hosts. I know y'all, I know y'all want to see how cute we is on the beach. I know. Like a good look.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: And also, yeah, we mm-hmm. have the new site. We have yeah. the merch. we got a lot going on. Yes. And we are back in the stoop.
1: Yes. We got
0: guests coming. So, it's Eey. a lot going on. So, make sure that you are tuned in, keeping up. Make sure you go to the site, tinseltown.t tinseltown What the fuck is that? Tenseltownt.com. Come on. com And make sure you sign up. So, you're going to see a little pop-up that is going to ask you to sign up for the email mailing list. Please sign up for that because yeah. that is how you'll get info about what's going on. Because we gonna blow up, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we're already we're already doing the damn thing, but we're blow up even more than that. Yeah. So you don't want to miss out on any stuff we no. got going on. We're gonna be having tings, okay? Okay. Tings coming, big tings coming. So make yes. sure you sign up for the mailing list. Make sure you're following us on the Instagram. Yes. Make sure you're continuing to engage, like, yes. subscribe, comment, rate whatever the fuck yes views do it all yeah it helps us out so we can continue to do this for y'all
1: yes because you who we do it for journey join us on this journey like yes we're all here i know a lot of uh listeners are from all backgrounds everything mm-hmm. but you know as writers if you want to get into the game you have to build community so yes. Tinseltown town tea is the place to do that mm-hmm. again what corey said we're on all things Tinseltown town tea twitter instagram Facebook, Facebook, Look at um, and, uh, <laughs> t. Com. so yeah, get the mm-hmm. merch. Corey did a great job. I have to give credit to her. Like she killed it. So please check out all the things, follow us on all the things, um, buy all the things. It's cute. It's cute. Yes. We're going to be rocking it. Don't worry. And um, yeah, check us out. Keep listening. Keep mm-hmm. subscribing. Share mm-hmm. a friend. And also, shout out to the network we're on, period, network. Period. Okay. <laughs> this is what we're setting up in the studio. Ay. Shout out to our CEO and engineer. Yeah, um, Making sure we sound right every week. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, super excited. This is episode 81. We're almost getting to 100. Jesus
0: Lord. Ooh, we got to do a big shindig
1: for oh, the 100th yeah. episode. Yeah. I'm gonna It'll gonna be Get fun. wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be great, actually. I think it would be great. We won't So, yeah. So, with that, yeah, that's the end. That's it. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.